What is up, football fans? This is Play Action Takes, Apollo Media's NFL podcast brought to you by Big City Wings, Houston Swing Joint, Apollo Swing Joint. If you haven't already, hit up our social media at Apollo HOU to see where the next watch party is at. I believe it'll be at Big City Wings at the marquee location off of KD Freeway for the next Houston Texans viewing of playoff football against the Baltimore Ravens this Saturday. Another Saturday and for you boys. Woo. But this podcast is also brought to you by Celebrity Mint. Go check out CelebrityMint.com for all their awesome legal tender, graded collectibles of Mike Tyson, Ric Flair, and more at CelebrityMint.com. And you can follow them on social media at The Celebrity Mint. Boys, we watched a full wild card weekend. Uh, some of us are happy on this podcast. Some of us are not. Um, yeah, how we how we doing, boys? Oh, we're vibing. I'm feeling really good. I'm feeling really good. Yes, it's been a it's been a great last few days. Yes, Tony, I'm sorry, but I, I'm in a dream. I'm currently. I feel like I'm in a, a dream come true scenario. I could be dead. I could be dead right now. Yeah. This is my heaven. It's quite possible that I'm like, no. not living. I'm currently not alive because this is beyond my wildest imagination. The Houston Texans are with a rookie quarterback and a rookie, rookie head coach are in the divisional round of the NFL playoffs. Like I, I it's I it's you know what? It's kind of easy. It's kind of easy. Yeah, this is is this all it t- is it all it takes? Yeah, this stuff's easy to do. Good. Everyone's always talking what? about how hard it is. Like they're just kind of doing it. Yeah, like we just we were like, all right, bet, and then we became yeah, good. Just, it's like we're just what? good. I don't know. Like well, I don't know what That's, other team's it, problem is. This is all we had to do. You're telling me for the last ten years of my fandom, fandom for being a Texans fan, yeah. all we had to do is this. Yeah. Oh, God. All right. Well, yeah. I'm glad we're here. Yeah, me too. It's fun. Sorry, Stone. There's no life behind my eyes. There's nothing left left inside of me. Boys, we'll go ahead and hop into your game. Texans hosted the Browns and absolutely just destroyed them. Like It was an incredible viewing experience for me, getting to see all the happiness, all of the clips from Big City Wings, the watch party that we had. And Garrett just was uh, ready to bounce off the walls. I think he was ready to punch walls and flip tables and throw hands and just have all of, all of the fun at all of the times. Um, 45 to 14, it just like wasn't even really remotely close after the first quarter, really. The first quarter, the Browns had a little bit of offense. They were driving down the field, looking okay, but the Texans were punching right back, doing the exact same thing. And it was 14-10 at one point, right? So 14-10. Yes, uh, the Browns took a 14-10 uh, point lead yeah. at one point. And then yeah. uh, all of a sudden it was just over. It was over. Joe Flacco throws the two picks, but <laughs> they both go back for touchdowns, right? Like It's just like just an absolute swarm yeah. of a defense. The offense looked incredible. C.J. Stroud, uh, 16 of, what, 21 for 274 and three tutties? Like not a bad and most of that was, game. All, all those touchdowns were in the first half. Yeah, it was. I mean, most rough. of those. Yeah. C.J. Stroud was barely on the field in the second half because obviously the two pick sixes. And then with like nine minutes left, they just put in Davis Mills because it was 45 to 14. Um, yeah, C.J. Stroud. And also, I, I think I've seen people talk about this game and just mention this, and I think it makes sense. It, it just – the Texans were just the younger, faster, harder hitting, just 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 better team. And I think the Browns were were good. The Browns have been on a cool run, and obviously a few weeks ago beat the shit out of the Texans in NRG in Week 15. Uh, but obviously for different, you know, a lot of things caused that. No Stroud, 
Um, but like it just they were just old. Flacco's forty eight years old playing. It just it was just you know it was their time. It they they shouldn't have been there in the first place. And um and they they got taken care of and by 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 a way better team and and that's that's the end that's the story of the game. <laughs> you saying that they shouldn't have been there in the first place is crazy hate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. they shouldn't. I'm sorry, Joe Flacco. I mean, they, they're they're good. Super, they're good I get team. it. I get he's going on his Cinderella story run, but it was bullshit from the get, and he didn't need to be there. They just didn't. Three quarterbacks right. starting four games <clears throat> each for the Cleveland Browns was, it was a miracle run. Like that just doesn't yeah. happen when a quarterback goes down, especially when you're paying that quarterback $230 million, you expect him to perform and be very good in top 10 with that pay stub. Yeah. Like he's getting paid a lot of money. You expect him to perform. He didn't, he got hurt, whatever, but just kudos to the Cleveland Browns for weathering the storm and actually just solidifying the fifth seed easily. Like there was just no competition for the fifth seed after week 16, really. Yeah. Um, yeah. Credit to the Browns for getting there. Uh, didn't matter. The Texans are the younger, the faster, the harder hitting team. CJ Stroud looks just incredible. And if a play went wrong, he just right. he either scrambled out of the pocket, threw it away, whatever it happened. Then he had the scramble to what Nico Collins in the first half. And it just, it was a dot laser did to him. It, it was just yeah an incredible st- display of offense and defense of a full well-played game by the Houston Texans, and they, they just were the much better team. It wasn't even close. Yeah. No. Yeah. Not, not at it, all. I mean, we, we, get, we, let the, we let the Browns get in their licks for sure in the, in the, in the first quarter or the first half. But after that, I mean, we, the in-game adjustments that we made to just completely derail their uh, game plan, the offensively and defensively, like, I mean, it was just top-notch. It was just top-notch performance across the board playing coaching everything fans were there and they were there apparently was like the loudest the energy has ever been yeah. so i mean it. across the board just dominance yeah wouldn't doubt it but uh credit to you boys credit to your team congratulations to get another <laughs> week of football this season um if you want more of that game head over to off the grid iron on apollo hou's youtube hit that subscribe button and the notification bell so you never miss an episode they fully broke it down the other day so Go check out that episode of Off the Gridiron for more in-depth analysis of this game. We'll move on to the the Saturday night game um, that I, I'd never want to talk about after this podcast is over. Um, I'm going to bury the football in the backyard. We're just never going to talk about it. But the Miami Dolphins traveled to Kansas City where it was negative four degrees at kickoff, minus 30 wind chill, and lost 26 to 7 in uh, embarrassing defeat, to say the least. Yeah. Well, uh, I wouldn't say embarrassing. It was, it was just pretty, it was pretty the circ the circumstances that y'all were put in. I mean, y'all were a warm weather football team, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that as long as you can secure home playoff games where you can play in the warmth. It just so happened that y'all y'all didn't get to do that, and y'all had to go and play in one of the coldest games of all time against one of the best quarterbacks of all time. Just wouldn't call it embarrassing. Just unfortunate, really. Stone, I'm not going to beat around the bush, man. That was embarrassing. <laughs> it was embarrassing. It was, it was bad. Um, and uh, you're right. Damn, I mean, no it sucks having himself, to play man. in those conditions is bad, but that's also part of the game. Um, and we we talked, Stony. You know, you and I talked a little bit before recording, yeah. and it's like, yeah, I mean, if you are a, if you're playing in Miami, you're used to warmer weather, then you do have to, like Garrett just said, you have to secure those home playoff games. But if you're not able to do that, you still need to be able to go in and at least 
have some put up some sort of performance. I mean, do anything. I mean, like you, we, we like we talked about a minute ago, Stone. The one touchdown that Tua had, the one, the seven points he got was just a. Uh, it was more Tyreek than anything. Tua just threw it up and was just like, hopefully Tyreek gets it, and he did. He came down with it, but it's like that was bad. I mean, that's really bad, and and especially watching what the Dolphins did all year, especially early, putting up seventy fucking points. I mean, I know it was the Broncos, but still. This team was electric for most of the year, and then watching that be the way it all ended um, was was tough. And I, I mean, I feel really bad. Um, it sucks. I, I, I know the it feeling. seems like you feel really bad. No, no, I do feel bad. I really feel do. Terrible. But I'm, I'm giving, I'm being honest. It was, it was, it was a bad. It was a really bad outing. Yeah, we'll we'll get into this later. But now the Miami Dolphins have the longest playoff win streak. I guess like they the just longest. Playoff Street drought playoff win game, yeah. history. Yeah. Playoff, playoff, playoff drought. Playoff um, drought. So yes. they haven't won a playoff game since 2000. <clears throat> I was four years old. My sister was born that year. Um, not not, right. not ideal. Uh, there's going to be a lot of hard conversations in the offseason. I, I don't I don't even know what happened, really. Uh, it's just like everybody got hurt on defense. We were talking about it pre-show, Noah, but they were down seven starters on defense out of 11. Yeah. It's, it's going to be tough to win in those uh, kinds of scenarios, but look at the Browns. They were down a lot of starters. They were down starting quarterback, and they made it to the playoffs. They didn't get a playoff win. No one really ex- – I guess some people expected them to, but we didn't on this podcast. We didn't expect them to win, but the Dolphins just are in a tough spot. They're $40 million over the cap heading into the offseason, but uh, congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs, I guess. Uh, Patrick Mahomes got lucky and cracked his helmet and they didn't make them take an equipment timeout, which is literally in the rule book that you're supposed to take a timeout. They just yeah. get to play under different rules. So congratulations to them. Uh, they beat the shit out of the yeah. offense is really all it was. They were the better, tougher team. They were able to move the ball in the cold and they played better defense than we did. And it's sad. It's sad to see the season go. Cause this was my favorite season of Miami Dolphins football that I've ever really experienced outside of 2008. Uh, 2008, we get lucky because Tom Brady tears his ACL in week one, like drive one against the Kansas City Chiefs. So yeah. the division was kind of wide open. They took it. It was the Wildcat year, Ronnie Brown, you know, throwing touchdowns, running touchdowns, receiving touchdowns. It was fun. This season was way more fun. Uh, yeah. Offense was insane. Oh, absolutely. The defense was awesome. Just the vibes of the team overall were incredible. Um, but a, a collapse against the Titans and just unable to beat the Bills at home in week 18 prevent you from having a, pl- a home playoff game and maybe even multiple if you win the first one. So uh, utter collapse out of the Miami Dolphins. I don't know where you go from here. Uh, I, I'm not even going to talk about Tua. We'll save that for the offseason. You mentioned that – I do want to talk about that uh, a little bit. I, wanna, I do want to – I, uh, I want to talk – I was going to ask you. I was going to ask you. Yeah. What do you think about Tua? When the conditions are right and when the offense is clicking, he is incredible. He's a top five quarterback uh, when that happens. For, for the, I, 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 I for the politician future. answer. No politician answer. And when, for, real for the future. when things go wrong, he looks like Skylar Thompson did, did all of last season. It's the third string, seventh round quarterback out of Kansas State. Looks lost. Yeah. He doesn't really know what's happening. Doesn't know how to react. Um, can't read defense to There's save no his clutch. life. There's no clutch. But there is. Like, we watched the Cowboys game. He, he led them down the field, and they won that game when they were down. And they couldn't score a <clears> touchdown <throat> to save their lives, but he led the drive down all the way down to the 15 or something like that, and they kick a game. All right, but I mean, okay, the if he's Chargers, doing that against the Cowboys in the regular season, that's one thing. But, he needs to do that against the Kansas City Chiefs. And the then a, a healthy Chargers game week one, Justin Herbert, they're healthy. There's no one missing on that team. In L.A., yeah. travel out there, and you lead two drives down um, – 
down multiple scores and you go take the lead. You threw for 400-something yards, four touchdowns. Tyreek went off. Defense stepped up and held it down for the last drive. Like, he's done it. He did it in Arizona, rookie year. Uh, just multiple occasions of him doing it in the regular season um, in the right weather conditions. And then when the weather conditions go wrong, it's over. It's – I don't – and it, it's – we talked about it pre-show. When I go to Miami for three days, four days, a week, whatever, I come home to wherever – I'm going back to Texas, Alabama. It's cold as shit. No matter what time of year, no matter what what day it is, like it's just cold when you get back because Miami's a beautiful place and the weather is awesome, but your body can't adjust overnight. And that that's not an excuse. It's just they they don't know how to play in any other weather outside of the warm weather. Yeah. Right. Uh, so to an extension. No. What do you think about that? No, we, okay. we've got, the got one more year. We've got the fifth year option. It's already been exercised. Yeah. You you play that contract out, and then if he blows it out of the water, you give him the $50 million a year, and you win a playoff game, whatever. Um, and if he doesn't, then figure it out. I don't know. <laughs> $50 million a year. Well, huh? a top 12 quarterback, I'll see. Daniel Jones, is not a top 12 yeah, quarterback. I... He makes 40. So we're in that range. 40 to $50 million yeah. a year is no, the premium is for a quarterback post uh, yeah, I know. But Stoney, if, if nothing, let's say next year it's something similar, right? Even if they are a little better, even if they win a playoff game in close fashion, but then they, they lose badly the next round, and there's just a lot of ups and downs in the season, and Tua's never that game changer. What do you want the Dolphins to do? If they win a playoff the Dolphins- game, you give them the extension. I don't give a fuck what happens. You win a playoff game, it's been twenty. It'll be twenty four years at that point. If you win a playoff game, automatically give them the All contract. Right. I don't care. It's been 24 years. We haven't had a quarterback since Dan <laughs> fucking Marino, who retired in 2000, like, or 1999. Yeah. Like, two is the best quarterback we've ever had since Dan Marino. I, Ryan yeah. Tannehill, not good. Chad Pennington, sure, he won the division. Not that good at that time. He was very old. Like, Cleo Lemon, Dante Culpepper. I mean, do you just Matt Moore? Who the fuck is Cleo Lemon? Exactly, dude. Jay Feely. I mean, what do we? What do you want me to say here? I'm just saying yeah. words at this point that you don't even understand yeah. because you've never heard of these on Jay before. Cutler. Jay Cutler. Yeah. I just the list goes on well, and on and on. Fun. Chad Henney. He was like smoking cigs and stuff. That was cool. Chad Henney. Like I, I don't, I don't know. He's the best quarterback we've had since Dan Marino. Um, I get that, but there's the best quarterback you've had since Dan Marino, and then there's good NFL quarterbacks. He is a good there's NFL like, quarterback. Dude, no one gets one good quarterback and thinks he can fucking grill people. Like <laughs> he is a good Jason, quarterback, but I do, Jason I'm, here, Clark I'm genuinely interested. No, like listen, answer the question. No, no, I'm serious. Like I get it. Tua is a good NFL quarterback, but I, if if not if if shit doesn't change with the way he's playing, we're through four years. I don't think y'all need to give him that much money. Well, let's let's look at it this way. Let's break it down. There's options. Let's break it down. The Brian Flores years are a wash. We throw them in the trash. They don't count. They happened. Okay. Wipe your hands clean. It happens. Move on. Right. New season with Mike McDaniel. He looks awesome and then gets concussed into like oblivion multiple times. Yeah. Can't say you can throw that one away because he got hurt. He hadn't been healthy his entire career. This right. year was the first year he's played every game ever. He didn't play every yeah. game at Alabama in any of those years. Like, this is the first time that we've had a healthy Tua where he played all 17 games. He was never hurt in any way, shape, or form except for one little slide against the the Ravens. I think it dinged up his shoulder heading into week 18, but he was fine. It wasn't even on the health report right. by the end of the week. Like The first time you get a healthy season, he throws for 4,600 yards, 26 touchdowns. Like 
He led the offense in the manner that it needed to be led. Problem is, is that you didn't win one of the last like four games really in December that you just needed to win one. If you win the Titans game, it's over. If you win the Ravens game, it's over. If you win the Bills game, it's over. The Titans game was kind of the beginning of the end, I think. That was brutal. Um, just because that was that was it was Will Levis. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't you had no business losing. And then I think there was just a morale shift after that a little bit. I yeah. think people started looking at the Dolphins. Tyreek got hurt in that game too. And when Tyreek got hurt, it was over. Yeah. 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 It's uh I don't know. I, I, I don't dislike Tua, but I'm just looking at his numbers from this playoff game and it's just like this is not a dude. I mean the play right calling now, was weird. They were throwing bubble yeah. screens every play and none they of didn't. them. He didn't trust Literally only one bubble screen. They didn't. Only one bubble screen worked to Jalen Waddle, and then we didn't throw a single other one to Jalen Waddle again the rest of the game. It's just like, if that yeah. one was the one that worked, why don't you throw it to him? A bubble screen in Tyreek Hill <laughs> has not worked the entire season, no matter who we're playing in what conditions and what field. Those bubble screens yeah. never worked. The Waddle ones almost exclusively always worked. 10 plus yards, 17, yeah. 20, 30 yards, like touchdowns on those plays when it worked. Right. They had no running game. They hadn't. Their game plan was weird. Um, that's on Mike McDaniel, obviously, not on Tua. But, yeah, Tua didn't perform. And But there's no other options. That's the point that I'm getting to is unless you're trading a haul of picks and Tua to the number one, two, or three pick in the draft to the Bears or Patriots, whoever it may be, you're not getting another quarterback this year. Kirk Cousins, you don't have any money. You're $40 million over the cap. You're not getting Kirk Cousins. You're not trading for really anyone because there's no one really available. You're stuck with Tua for there's next fields. season. I'm not, no, 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 no. Just not even, I'd rather just not even a realm of possibility in my brain. Personally, Noah's got jokes today. <laughs> I, I don't, it's not a joke. I, he said it off air too. It's ridiculous that you think Justin like Fields Justin would be Fields any better than Put a little more, uh, a little more dynamic for that Mike McDaniels offense. Sure, know. but he can't read a fucking defense wow. to save his life. So he's never even going to get anyone the ball because all he has to do is scramble That's outside it. of the pocket and hope and pray that something happens. It, it he's not yep. the same type of caliber of quarterback that Tua is in in the pocket. Look, I, I Stony, I love you. I love that you love the Dolphins, and I want the Dolphins to do well. Okay, Tua will never win a playoff game. All right, we're gonna talk about the Cowboys. Um, yeah, we gotta move on. That was great. That was a dagger. That was the dagger right there. I just want I want I want it to work out. I this fucking there. guy I wins hey, one hey, playoff game enough, and he just dude. starts talking mad enough. shit. Been alive. I have one, yeah. I've, won, I've I've had two in the last four. I mean, I've I've worked out it. We we know what to do over here. All right, we're gonna move on. Hey, that's enough. Dallas, out of Texas, you. Arlington, Texas, the city of parking lots. Dallas Cowboys win their division, get the number two seed, and get to host a playoff game where they're like fifteen and one, sixteen and one in their last how many ever games at AT and T Stadium. And they just shit the bed. It was all. It looks a little bit closer. It's forty-eight to thirty-two. The Green uh, Bay Packers just fucking ran right through <laughs> anyone and everyone that was involved with the Dallas Cowboys. Jerry Jones probably said a lot of like terrible racist things in the locker room afterwards. He was definitely saying oh, them in probably, the suite. Yeah. Um, yeah, the Cowboys. He was definitely dropping the boy. He was definitely dropping oh, yeah. boy. Yeah, he was calling the boy. Yeah, hard yeah, boy. Hard yeah. boy. Oh yeah, <laughs> hard boy. Capital. B yeah, Mike McCarthy, boy. Dak Prescott. Everyone's on the hot seat there. Um, I would assume that Bill Belichick gets a call. It's very similar parallels to mm. Bill Parcells when he was kind of being forced out of the game a little bit, but Jerry Jones brings him back. They have really good seasons with Tony Romo, <laughs> and they started off like 7-0. and I don't remember that game. In 2007, I believe is what it was, against the New England Patriots. It was like a Sunday afternoon. They were both 7-0 and going into it. A lot of hype around that yeah. team. 
Uh, I, I'm assuming Bill Belichick gets a call. I don't know what happens, but yeah, the, the Cowboys are dead. That would make sense. Dez is dead. Um, just yeah, any, Dez, the boogeyman yeah, is very much a well and alive in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Yeah, they just keep beating yeah. them. They I, have five wins at AT and T in their last five games. Two of them being playoff games. That's terrible. Uh, yeah, it's it's wild that the Packers also found. Another really good quarterback. I mean, over and over how and lucky! Over. I mean, it, you got a fucking better chance of winning the lottery than you do than well, what they have done. I mean, yeah. it's wild. It's wild because Jordan Love is really Turns fucking out. good. Jordan Love is really good. Really, good. but this is the formula, and I, I think we talked about this earlier this this season. <laughs> we like we were saying, if Jordan Love is, ends up being the guy for Green Bay, then this is the new way that teams are going to. It's 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 like gardening quarterbacks it's like it's like you grow a quarterback in a garden and the water is of the guy you had before and you let him you you let that veteran all pro you know all-star quarterback just water your little new quarterback like Aaron did for Jordan Love for four years and then Jordan Love's gonna grow into another Aaron Rodgers see and it's kind of how it is the the formula works if you're able to have the formula like Aaron Rodgers, late right. he's a twenties, somewhere in the twenties in the first round. Jordan Love, mm-hmm. late twenties in the first round, which means they made the playoffs the year before with their quarterback, who yeah. had life still and played many years after. Like they're just in a position where they can just keep winning and then develop the quarterback on that side. Like, well, absolutely right. You're no, right. They're, they're, when you're you drafting a quarterback in the first the... round, you're typically wanting that quarterback to perform immediately within the first four weeks of the season. You're putting right. them in there. Like and Justin Fields, I think he missed one game. I mean, Patrick Mahomes was one that missed the entire season. He played week 17 or whatever with Alex Smith and they made the playoffs mm-hmm. that year. But like, yeah, there's not any other team in the, league that's done this before but i don't think there's really been a team in position to do this outside of maybe the new england patriots and tom brady just kept outlasting all of them well true yeah but, but there are teams right now that are can can look at this formula there are teams right now that have a top five a top 10 quarterback who might have six years left in the tank four years left in the tank who should should be thinking because look jordan love wasn't a guy in that draft that was like barely he was barely even a first round talent i mean he was he wasn't going to be taken top 10 top 15 i think the packers grabbed him at like what 21 maybe it was like 17 around it was like 26 because they traded you know who had that pick originally who's that the miami dolphins miami dolphins traded out of that pick and went down like three or four spots in the draft i think it was the texans pick that year actually would you um, would you rather have Jordan Love or Tua? I don't fucking know, dude. Like Jordan Love wasn't gonna do that. Ah, okay. like, <laughs> the first three years of Tua and Jordan Love are uncomparable because Jordan Love did not play for three years. Like we don't even know what they look right. like at the same. It's just not a comparable situation. And sure, we can switch them and see what happens in Madden, but like we can't do that in real life. I don't fucking know, dude. Like well, we traded down and took Noah Igbenogany, who's like a healthy scratch for the Dallas Cowboys all season because he couldn't even get on special teams. Fucking trash, dude. I'm uh, – I hate football, dude. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. All yeah. right. But listen, Cowboys like, this is Packers. what I'm saying. Like, but Packers here's a team right now. Here's a team at this moment that can start this formula, that can try it on their own, and they're in the same division, and that's the Vikings. Well, you got to keep you Kirk. You draft a quarterback in the – well, you, you re-sign Kirk you to go. a three-year deal, Okay. You you draft a quarterback in the first round. They have Justin Jefferson. They got they do need some help on defense a lot, but but you can get those guys in the second and third. 
Go grab a solid quarterback. Go grab a guy who um, it's not going to be Caleb. It's not going to be Drake May. Bo Nix, maybe. Someone like that. Let him learn under – Bo Nix is kind of garbage. But Jordan Love was not getting talked about. Was not getting no. talked about. Um, Jordan Love is a guy who – then you go draft him. Go draft the quarterback in the first round. Let him grow under – and then that's it. Let him – and Kirk's a great guy to learn from. Kirk's a guy who's seen a lot in the league. He's a really – still a really good player. And then all that knowledge, let it trickle down three, four years. We'll see. And if that works, it's confirmed. Sure. Yeah, but the Cowboys are dead. The Cowboys. Yeah. Are dead. So. I don't. I don't know what you do if you're the Cowboys. They need to change like a lot. Dan Quinn. I mean, we said it. I think Des sent it in the uh, NFL Apollo group chat that we have on Twitter. It was a still image that was shown like middle of the game, maybe after halftime, mm-hmm. that the. Cowboys are not loading the box at all, and they're a small team. They're just not loading the box. They got like three down men, and they got like two linebackers. And the Packers just ran right through them. And Dan Quinn just not adjusting to their game plan and fixing it, fixing the problem. And then, Mm -hmm. obviously, Mike McCarthy's offense was fine. Dak threw for 400 yards, but that was because they were behind the whole game, so they had to come back. It's just, he threw the ball 60 times. That's so crazy, dude. And you have he Tony Pollard, who everyone was like, that, finally, Tony Pollard gets all the number one touches. He gets to run the ball more. And he's just been terrible this year. Like, just not awful. good. I took him in the first round in a few fantasy drafts. Terrible. Awful. Mm. Just terrible. Yeah. Um, yeah, the Cowboys are in no man's land, really. They're just in hell. They don't know what to do. Yeah. And then Bill Belichick's not going to pick. I mean, they're not going to hire Bill Belichick because I think Bill's not smart enough he's to not. Atlanta. I mean, <laughs> he, he might, I don't know where he's going to go, but having Jerry Jones as your GM is not going to no. fly for Bill Belichick. He's not going to want that. He's He can be like, you're a fucking idiot. I'm not going to listen to you about that. But anything. he did it with Bill Parcells. So, Parcells ran that team. He chose the personnel. Yeah. He coached the team. He did. He he did it for Bill Parcells. Well, maybe. Well, maybe. Yeah, maybe Jerry does the same thing with this situation, but. I don't even know. That's not going to fix anything. It's well, this is it's a Mike culture McCarthy's problem. It's, it's, a, it's a vibe problem. Yeah. This has always been Mike McCarthy's thing. Like, he had Aaron for all those years. It's like, okay, go win 12 games in the regular season, but it doesn't matter come playoff time. And that's exactly what he's doing here. And, yeah, I mean, it's uh, – I, I think nobody really liked the McCarthy hire when it <laughs> happened. But, like, it's hard to fire a guy when he's winning 12 games a year. And But now, I mean, that's time. The leash is – the leash has been up, but now it's 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 just. But I, I'm not shocked by this. No, if I'm a Cowboys fan, this is a blessing in disguise because you can go get a guy like Bill. I don't know if Belichick's the best fit for this job. I don't. I don't know. I think that's it's it's a big possibility. I think that would be a big hire. I think Cowboys fans would be really happy about that. Yes. Um, but I, I personally, if I was a Cowboys fan, I'd want a, a younger, youthful coach. Because Dan Quinn's the same way. He's one of these old heads who's been coaching for 30 years who is stubborn. He doesn't want to make adjustments. His defense is the way. It's my. It's his way or the highway, and that's we saw that without – he doesn't know how to adjust mid-game. And we saw that. And I, that's just how you have to do it. The Dan Quinn Falcons, like, up 3-28. to 28-3 in a Super Bowl, and you lose the game yep. because of his yep. defense. Because he didn't yep. adjust. He just did the same thing. Yeah. The Patriots adjust. They win the Super Bowl. They come back and win in overtime. The only overtime Super Bowl – um, yeah, the Cowboys are dead. They're just yeah. like, I I don't know what's a bigger collapse. The Dolphins, the Cowboys at this point, like the Cowboys had a home playoff game where they don't lose ever. Mm-hmm. 
I think the bigger I think the bigger collapse we're going to be talking about here yeah, in a few minutes. That's probably yeah. fair, but yeah. a lot of collapses yeah. from really yeah. good teams. We'll move on. We'll get off of the Cowboys. Congratulations to the Green Bay Packers. You don't deserve it at all. You've been good forever since the beginning of the NFL. I fucking hate Green Bay Packer yeah. fans. My buddy Jackson, I'm looking at you. I'm very jealous of how much success you've had in your entire life where you've really <laughs> only won one Super Bowl, but like it's fine. You yeah. you're always good. At least you have that. Um the night game on Sunday was absolutely tremendous. Matt Stafford versus Jared Goff, the Rams versus the Lions. The Lions came out on top 24 to 23. Jared Goff gets the monkeys off his back, proves that he's the guy in Detroit. Dan Campbell, my coach of the year uh, candidate preseason, probably won't win it because of Stefanski and Cleveland, but what he's done to change that culture and to just say, I want to bite some kneecaps and win some playoff games, boys. Bite some kneecaps, win the playoff games. You already did it. You snapped the longest playoff drought win in NFL this year. Uh, like, was it almost 30 years? It was 30 years, right? It was yeah, a it long was ass like, time. Yeah, not like, yeah, like 32. <sighs> yeah, oh, okay, yeah. I was it's, negative four. I mean, that's crazy. I mean, yeah, I, was, I wasn't even <laughs> an idea yet. You know, that's, <laughs> that's wild. Yeah. Um, I, I, this game was close. I, it, to me, it was a pick I thought the Rams were going to win. Yes. Because they, the teams match up so well with each other, with coaching and, and talent and personnel. And, you know, the Lions, congratulations to the Detroit Lions. Like, that's fucking cool. I mean, that guy crying in the stands. Yeah. Uh, when, they, when it happened, like, that's when, I, that's when I was like, all right, man. That's – the new Lions are cool, man. Which I've always I've, – I've always – I've liked the new Lions, but I was like, are they for real? Yeah. And they beat, they beat a good team. So, yeah, they're for real. So, good shit. Yeah, I mean, I knew this game was going to be really close in our preview. I mentioned that, but I did also say the Lions were going to win. Um, I think the Lions right now are just straight up the better team. And I think there was more behind it. The Rams, look, obviously they wanted to win. They were fighting extremely hard, of course, because obviously you want to win. But they, in the back of their head, they all know, all right, two years ago we won the, we won the whole deal. That's still in recent memory, much different for the Lions. Like we just said, 1992, the last playoff win. I mean, that's that's insane. That's ridiculous. Also, Jared Goff had more to fight for, kind of prove, you know, proving, uh, hey, y'all got rid of me, which obviously worked out great for y'all, but it's my turn to have some fun. And he had it. I mean, in good game, 22 for 27, 277 and a touchdown. Yeah. I mean, that's a fucking great day. Um, and so I think, you know, I, I figured the Lions would win. They did, Dan Campbell. But, Stoney, I do want to mention, you just mentioned something, and me and Garrett both kind of – Looked at each other. No, like we don't need to talk it. about that. We we've gone long, long enough. We're not going to talk about Kevin Stefanski winning Coach of the Year. It's fucking. It's it's it's. He said it. It's his opinion. We're moving I, on. I'm just. You did. We say, know what Stefanski's going to win over. I'm just Tampa, repeating what the media is pushing out, which is typically what happens because they all have the votes. If I had the vote, I'm giving it to Dan Campbell and D'Amico Ryan's I'm doing co Coach of the Year there because. Why not? Like, you know, why not? Co, I don't. I, all right, whatever. We won't talk about it. Shout out to the shout out to the Lions. Y'all deserve it. Dan, big ups. And the Rams will be back. Dan Campbell, they will. Uh, Miami Dolphins legend, interim coach, twenty fifteen. Love you yes. forever. And ever. Not, I love. It. Miss you. Um, cool guy. Moving over to Monday, uh, the Buffalo Bills got um, lucky because the governor um, decided to push the game because they said it was unsafe. Uh, from a known source, family friend who lives in <laughs> Buffalo or closer to Orchard Park where the game is actually played, 
he said that the governor's stupid and that the game should still be played. It doesn't matter. You can still get outside. You can still drive. You could have gotten there. It was fine. Um, known source from Buffalo. What What is going on with that? And they didn't huh? even have assigned seats for the game. They just said, fuck it. Don't even clear out the seats anymore. So what did they even shovel? Because they weren't on the field. They're not allowed on the field. The grounds crew had to do the field. So like, I, what are we even I, doing? I don't, Moving the game? Whatever. It's fine. It's done. It's over. The Buffalo Bills just murdered me. the Steelers. Mike Tomlin walks out of the press room after um, when he was asked it. If Very he funny. Had like an, he has Very another year on his contract or whatever. Like, what, what's the next plan? And he just kind of – and then walked out. So – Yeah. People – also, people are saying, like, oh, that means he's gone. But I'm like, he doesn't want to fucking talk about his contract after a no. loss in the playoffs. You know, he, he's like, it's not about me. The fuck? And, like, he, he did the smart thing, but people were like, he's going to be yeah. gone, huh? He's like, he's not going to be gone. He is – he is the Steelers. He is he the is. Steelers. So – I mean, but this is this Josh was bad. Allen this was, was bad. fucking Thank incredible. You. Josh Allen looked amazing. That fifty-something yeah, yard so run was just so sick. I wish my quarterback could just do things. Um, yeah, the Buffalo Bills just killed them. That <laughs> there wasn't really a competition. They went up what twenty-one to nothing pretty fast. Like it was just yeah. kind of over. Yeah, they just kept the Steelers just kept fumbling. They looked like they just weren't ready. I mean, they they're fine. They're a fine regular season team, but when it really mattered, nah, it was yeah. just eh. Mason Rudolph. Come on. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. I don't really have anything to say about this game. Josh Allen was amazing. The Bills were really no, good. The nine eleven Bills I mean, yeah. are writing themselves. The Bills, the Bills are a force. They're a force to be reckoned with right now. Yeah, and uh, and the Steelers have a huge quarterback problem that need to be solving. So you don't, you don't like the uh, three three Kenny two gloves. I don't like. No, I don't like any of them. <laughs> I think they're all, they, the Kenny the Kenny Pickett thing the other or a few weeks ago when he fucking refused to be a backup, so they made him inactive. Yeah, they'll find the quarterback. That's just they'll find. Pussy, pussy we'll shit. Find another guy yeah, to go you gotta, ten you and seven something. next year and make the playoffs and get killed again. It'll be fine. It's just it's going to happen yeah. again. But the Bills look amazing, <clears> and we're going to get a, another Buffalo Kansas City matchup next week, which we'll preview on Thursday. Can't wait for that. It's, class, it's the new class this time in Buffalo, and this time this is, in Buffalo. This will be so, Patrick Mahomes' cool. first away playoff game, and it's against the Buffalo Bills. Can't wait. It's going to be absolute what? cinema. That's, a, oh my God. that's real. Absolute cinema. Yeah, He's never that's played insane. a game away from Kansas City except for the Super Bowl. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Oh, wild. But yeah, that, that game's going to be awesome. But the Bills were sick. They just killed them. That's all it really was. Uh, let's get into the last game. Monday night. Monday night football. Tampa Bay Buccaneers hosted the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, yes. Bloodbath. It was a bloodbath. Yes. They, we're going to talk about the biggest collapse in the NFL this season, and it was not the Miami Dolphins. Thank God for yeah. the Eagles and the Cowboys. No. Um, yeah, Eagles 9, Buccaneers 32, and it never really seemed close. Again, nope. like even when it was close, it no, never it, seemed close. No, it just, I mean, you can't, you can really, you can't really pinpoint what happened to Philly this past year. I mean, wild way to end the season one and six to finish it out, lose, get blown out in the playoffs. Can't really pinpoint on, or can't really pinpoint what it, what happens because I feel like so much shit just happened. It was just yeah. a full unraveling, full collapse. It was crazy. Yeah, it's just weird. It was, I mean, I, I I called this. I, I said the the Bucks were gonna win. I just I knew there was just no shot. I don't care who it was against. The way that they've fallen apart in the last five six weeks of the regular season, there were there's just no way they were gonna turn it around. I don't care if it's against the Bucks. I don't care if it was, it was who 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 it was. They were playing. They weren't gonna be able to do it. And it showed. I mean, nine points, nine points of offense against the Buccaneers. 
is despicable. And we argued about this last week. Um, Sirianni's out of there, dude. Oh, yeah. Has to be. You can't put up nine points in a playoff game with that team starting 10 and one. I don't care. I, I don't. I know people want him to have another year. It's just not going to happen. Um, especially because I don't, I don't like the guy. I don't like the guy, but I think if I think if you're an Eagles fan, you probably want to keep him around for one more year and don't make any rash, just like bad. Like if you if you make a bad hire after this, it's like well, we just had a guy that's like a well, Super Bowl. You know? I don't. I wouldn't. I know we know our friend Nathan, who's an Eagles fan, wants Sirianni to have another year. Personally, if I was an Eagles fan, I would not. I I, I just I don't. I would never trust him again after this type of fall off. I wouldn't. I wouldn't trust him to to do to to be have another successful year. I just wouldn't because there's something going on, and it's nothing blatant. It's not like there was a big like injury or a big thing that changed the course of the season. Jalen Hurts is fine. AJ Brown's fine. Devonte Smith's fine. Jason Kelsey's fine. Like all these guys, like their offensive line is is falling off a little bit because they're all 80 years old. But it's like there was no glaring reason why. So it so it obviously so then you have to look at coaching. I think it's plain and simple. I, I'd argue and I think Sirianni. It starts with him, and there just needs to be some sort of culture shift or something. I'd, I'd argue, I think Sirianni's got to go, man. I'd argue that there was a very easily pinpointed point why the Eagles collapsed this year. What is it, Shane Steichen? Well, yes, mm-hmm. but you lose but him, that was and you just weren't able to start it. Correct. But you weren't able to replicate the season that you had the year before where Jalen Hurts never played a fourth quarter, it seemed like. Like, they just won every game, and he was done by the end of the third quarter, and it was over. And he had MVP-like stats. Yeah. And Steichen leaves, and all of a sudden the offense doesn't look as crispy or as good. And Yeah, but they still went 10-1. and one. Oh, uh, yes, but I remember... So that's what I'm You that's remember what our I'm week four recap episode? Just dial that one right back. I asked the question, are the Philadelphia Eagles the worst 4-0 team in history? Both, yeah. I, I believe both of you scoffed at me, and I was like, I don't know. I did. They we just did don't look very good. They went 10-1 and to start the season, not looking very good. The one lost to the New York Jets and Zach Wilson. Inexcusable, if you ask me. Um, not, not pointing at y'all because y'all want to play off games. So that game doesn't even count anymore for y'all, but it still counts for them. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah, the Eagles go 10-1. and They don't look very good, and all of a sudden they just collapse. They had – yeah. Clear rights to the number one seed. I had the full-on advantage on the 49ers who had multiple losses at the time and the Cowboys as well. They lose the division. They lose on the road in Tampa to a team that was 9-8. and eight. They were 9-8 and eight this season, so they weren't a very good team. They were just a fine team. They won a very bad division to host a playoff game, but they lose that in a terrible fashion. I mean, Tampa scored every quarter. Philadelphia only scored in the second quarter. Scored nine points with a two-point fail conversion there. Like, they just Ugh. looked awful. And Baker looked amazing. So, credit to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for coming prepared yeah. and not backing yeah, down to did. the big old Philadelphia Eagles, bad bears. You know, just saying, hey, we got home field advantage. We're the better team. Let's go kick their ass. And that's what they did. Now they get to play another week. Eagles are dead. They're done. Yeah, dude. Dude, Baker looked fucking good. He did. He looked great. 337 I mean, he, yards and three touchdowns. He was I mean, spreading the ball around well. I I, I had a uh, like a bet on, or not a bet. I had a thing for Mike Evans uh, to uh, have more than five receptions because I thought he was just going to dominate. He didn't. He just threw it to Kate Otten and uh, Trey Palmer. David Moore. All game long. I, I didn't even know who Trey Palmer and David Moore. Wild. Trey so Palmer. like, Baker, the, 
so the fucking the buccaneers are humming their their vibes are the vibes are vibing seems like yeah and it's fun it's gonna be fun to be able to watch them another week yeah the Eagles, yeah shout out big yeah i want to give as much as the eagles are falling off i want to give the buccaneers their flowers they're kind of been getting uh, i mean counted out's not a the way to put it because i kind of we all figured that they probably win that division um but but it was still kind of neck and neck we were kind of be like it's them or the falcons and the saints but were the in buccaneers there. Yeah. are out here you know when and destroying the formal the former nfc champ uh you know eagles in in in, in crazy fashion so shout out them shout out baker um shit baker you got a bag on the way. He's got. He just got. He just. Yeah. He just got paid. Yeah, he just got paid. He got a bag on the for way. sure. He just fits yeah. in Tampa. Just looks right. He does. He, it works. Feels right. It's a good spot for him. Yeah. Yeah. I was just. I was just watching Colin Cowherd. I don't. Uh, I don't agree with Colin Cowherd on a whole lot. I think. I think we can all say the same thing. Yeah. But he was saying something I agreed with that Tampa doesn't really need like they just got a bowl with Brady. And they're just now like throwing stuff against the wall to see what sticks. And they're like, what's going on with Baker? And Baker doesn't have as much pressure as he did in like Cleveland, where it's like, you're the savior of this franchise. You need, like, they just had the savior for fran- of their franchise. This is just like their victory run, you know? So, mm-hmm. like, I think this, both of those re- reasonings put together, it's a good vibe, great vibe. And they're going to be winning divisions for the next few years, I think. Yeah. So, good for them. Yeah. And uh, shout out to Jason Kelsey. It looks like he retired from the NFL. Fun player, yep. fun uh, off off the field content that we got out of him over the last couple of years. He's been a blast to watch and an all time center, yep. six all pro selections. He's going to be in the <laughs> Hall of Fame one day. So shout out to Jason Kelsey. Sorry you went out sad, but I'm not sad about the Eagles going out sad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they won, they went to the Super Bowl. I have no sympathy. Yeah. I've seen him win a Super Bowl. Super I have no sympathy. So he's got that on the resume. Yeah, he's good. I have no sympathy. He's fine. Won a ring, lost a ring. It's fine. He's okay. He's fine. Maybe he's okay. dollars. Gonna go yeah. in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, he's he's doing okay. He's like the number one sports he's podcast in the world. He's gonna be fine. Uh, he's on. He's hanging. Boys, out. that was Wild Card Weekend. A lot of ups, a lot of downs. Wow. Um Y'all live to fight another day. See y'all on Saturday at the Big City Wings marquee location off of KD Freeway. If you're in the Houston area, go watch the Houston Texans play the Baltimore Ravens at Big City Wings marquee location off of KD Freeway. This Saturday with Apollo Media. Um, this podcast is also brought to you by Celebrity Mint. Go check out celebritymint.com to see their awesome legal tender, graded collectibles of Mike Tyson, Ric Flair, and more. Boys, this has been Play Action Takes. Apollo Media's NFL podcast. We're going to watch some more football next week. Oh, yeah. Can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> I was driving a fucking excitement car. <laughs> Hype car. All right. Watch football. Watch NFL. Later.